Welcome back to the Legends of Zadia podcast. I'm Amaris, and I am one with the Force. <laughs> I am Aliette, and I make clothes for dolls. And hello, everyone. I'm back. I'm Calandra, and I don't do my homework at all. <laughs> so this week, we watched the third episode of The Dragon Prince, Moonrise. Aliette, what did you think? This was a very intense episode. <laughs> it really was. So honestly, I mean, I was pretty sure Harry was going to die like, just from the very beginning. But it was still kind of... The way they showed it was really interesting. They didn't show them killing him. They just showed the result, the armbands. And so probably because it would have been pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like that just would have boosted up to like a PG rated show. <laughs> yeah. So when we start out the show, Harrow and his guards are preparing for the attack. And there's just really sad music in the background. And it really sets the mood. No dialogue. Yeah. Rip. <laughs> Did you guys see his sword? I know. <laughs> it's like a block. Like, there's no edge. <laughs> it looks like my keys. Like, <laughs> this is his sword. <laughs> Claudia and Viren are talking, and Claudia's just not... She's not understanding Harrow's hesitance to accept... Um, Viren's offer to use the Soul Fang Serpent to save his soul. Which kind of shows how much she has been influenced by her father in his opinions about magic. Yeah, but even still, he was like, watch your tongue, you know? And he's trying to respect his decision, even though in the last episode, he was really frustrated with Harrow for not seeing reason. I'm doing air quotations. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I want to point out how Viren and Harrow were both best friends. And so they were best friends and they've, um, so I just kind of want to point that out, how, you know, it looks like they've been through a lot together mm -hmm. and how for Roy and how, you know, he thought of him as a brother in the way how, what am I saying? <laughs> in the way that he had him stamp with the royal portrait. Yeah, his official royal portrait, and he insisted that Viren stand beside him. And he took that as a sign that Harrow wanted him to stand beside him because he was his friend and like a brother to him. And Viren wanted to stand beside him through all things, including his upcoming death. Mm -hmm. And that's when you see that Viren realizes what he has to do. Mm -hmm. And then... When he leaves, Claudia finds the tunnel behind the painting that she, that Rayla did not stab <laughs> and did not kill Edward. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to take time to, not, well, actually, not that much time to talk about how, like, Claudia did the snap, like, Thanos snap thing, like, ooh, magic light, flashlight hand, you know? Like she has a slap her arm, which indicates that her arm has batteries in it. <laughs> like weren't you dadgum thing? Yeah, no. Andrew, my brother was with me and he's really big on science. So he was like, you know, when people slap the batteries, because the batteries aren't touching the metal. So that implies <laughs> that her arm is made of metal and the batteries, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So 
yeah, Claudia finds the tunnel, and then the scene cuts to Rayla and Callum and Ezrin. And they had just shown Rayla that the Dragon Prince is alive, and he's still inside the egg that they've been told was shattered by Viren. And I was going to say, how do you know it's a he? But then, like, the title is like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That made sense. <laughs> Yeah. Can we just admire the egg for a moment? Like, it looks stunning. Like, all those years in captivity has really gotten, is like a good look for him. Stay out in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see that Claudia has a different opinion about what should be done with the egg. We see a little bit of development in Raylo's character here in that she is motivated primarily by her sense of justice and her sense of right and wrong. She doesn't even stop to think, well, we're still like, we have a job to do like some of the other elves, like what's his name, Runan? Um, mm-hmm. Right, that's how you say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but she immediately thinks, well, now we can't kill Ezrin. That's not how this is going to happen. Well, yeah. I mean, technically you could still kill the king because he- Yeah, you did. could still kill the yeah, king. I mean, uh, then it would all leave out, you know? But you can't kill Ezrin anymore because that's not how yeah. this works. You can't yeah. kill him. He's a little bean. We have to keep him alive. <laughs> I'm sure that's what she was thinking. Do you know his hair is adds three inches to his height? What? <laughs> so how do you know this? <laughs> because it's like a, a little thing that I saw. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I first found it. Some luscious hair. I think it was through Pinterest. But <laughs> so does your hair. <laughs> well that's we because that out. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for noticing um all right so claudia finds them and she is in full you know she's ready to straight up murder rayla yeah i mean to be fair rayla wasn't there to straight up murder <laughs> and so it's just kind of a True. straight up murder cycle <laughs> true but what Rayla was doing was that she was there to murder the king because he murdered her king. In the name of justice. Yeah. And justice. and Claudia's just like, get off my lawn. You know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Stay away, you hippies. <laughs> oh boy. That is not. Okay. Um, and then we see that Claudia knew about the egg and yeah, she knew. like never told Callum. And Callum jumps up and does the right thing he hopes <laughs> i wanted and... to oh sorry go ahead sorry um i wanted to talk about because i was listening to our second episode and um i just as i was listening i just realized that there are some aspects that kind of support the thought that humans create things that destroy the natural world which is pretty realistic exactly when you think so about it. i said um i was trying to write really fast i said natural compassion and elves elves and elves and you know all those magical creatures they use natural magic and they believe in preserving the the natural beauty of working with nature yeah but humans since they were born with nothing they feel like they need to take what other creatures have so that they can at least be something. Which is why in the first episode, we call dark magic the artificial element. 
Yeah. Again, the Capri Sun of the magic. Capri Sun's amazing. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> I don't think it's I will pet. throw hands with you. <laughs> we can cut that off. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, and I think that's honestly not too different than how it is in real life. Like mm-hmm. speaking as, oh, wait, we're not humans in this, are we? Never mind. We're not speaking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, and Ezrin, um, the little smart child he is, because I would have totally probably chosen the other option, um, chooses to side with Rayla by like, okay, wait, what do you do again? It's like, I know he sided with Rayla, but I forgot what he did in the scene, even though I watched it like 20 just, minutes ago. He just ran them off into the other yeah. way. You're like, mm-hmm. And Callum immediately took the opportunity to chain up Claudia. I imagine, I mean, I know that's not how it went, but I imagine he's been waiting for that opportunity for some time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that sinks our ship. Also, <laughs> what are you talking about? Do you ship Callum and Claudia? No, of course not. Get out of here. Like, leave. Don't the room. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> We're heading um, into dangerous territory. Um, so, yeah. She, so Callum apologizes for chaining up Claudia and leaves. And then Claudia does some dark magic spell and creates Which was, wolves you know, of smoke. Not creepy at all. I know, like yeah. the fa- just the face when people use dark magic, like you see her eyes go purple exactly. and then it just turns black. black. Yeah. Like that just by itself is terrifying. Also, I'm also I didn't know if this is technically spoilers or anything. Wait, it's but it's about the it's about like what the how the dark magic is said. Remember? That's technically not a spoiler. What do you mean? How it's said? Okay, They're speaking I mean, Latin. Like, okay, I mean like dark magic Wait, is it's it... <laughs> <laughs> you say something and then they reverse it. <laughs> like that's how dark magic that's like actually how they recorded dark magic. Oh, yeah. They said a phrase and then they reversed it can't talk today my gosh (laughs) (laughs) all right and then they have a chase down the tunnel Mm -hmm. and Rayla can't stab them because they're made of smoke but somehow they can still bite her yeah you can hear like the singe like it it was almost like uh because there's smoke so it was like fire oh you're right yeah it's probably closer to a burn yeah, I just thought of that on the spot. I didn't even take note of that. I was Actually, just like, wait yeah. a second. Well done. I never thought of that. So she can't hold them off. So she regroups with Callum and Ezrin. And Callum, having taken Claudia's primal stone, was able to do the Aspero spell. Burr, burr, burr. First try. Big shocker. Yeah, yeah <laughs> okay. Callum is a mage. Here's what I so, have in my notes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. I said, Callum is a mage? Who on earth could have seen that twist coming? That's like <laughs> what I wrote down. Also, um, I was a little confused on what Rayla was saying is like you're a mage because he did magic. That makes me think like, is it some weird thing where it's like only certain people can do magic or can like anyone do magic with yeah. like anything? Yeah, that's what I was Like saying. I'm still asking this question even after watching all three seasons. I'm still wondering about it. Yeah. I don't I don't really know if all humans are capable of doing dark magic or if it's just a chosen few. I think I am speaking from a limited perspective, but my assumption would be that it's just a few people that have it in their blood and probably even less people 
uh, ever find out about that gift. Like Callum would never have if he had just gone to the fortress like his dad want or his stepdad had wanted him to. Okay, so yeah, dad got rules. Yeah, but everyone knows what dark magic is, and that's like that's what I mean. Like, if if you could give anybody like a random person a primal stone, would they be able to do magic? Because yeah, hmm. even with like even with dark magic. It's just Viren and Claudia, like in that little trio family. Um, it's just Viren and Claudia who openly practice dark magic, and Soren doesn't. Well, maybe that was a you. Mm. Sorry, I don't know what I was trying to say there. Yeah, that would make sense. Like how only a few can do it. Yeah. Yeah, and I I know that Soren also could have just chosen to not uh, practice dark magic, but. Is he at all capable of doing it if he wanted to? Like, these are so many questions we're asking that will probably never, ever, forever be answered. <laughs> and then, like, by the end of the series, like, all these questions will never be answered and we're all going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I think that it is a valid point that the power comes not from the person, but from the uh, primal stone, from the source of magic. And... I think that that would be the difference between dark magic and just like nature magic, like the other natural magic. Yeah, natural magic. So, um, like with artificial magic, then maybe it is designed so that an untrained user could develop that gift. But natural true. magic, you have to be born with. Yeah, that's that's spent true. a long time on that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then. Yeah, so Callum is able to blow away the smoke wolves. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Rayla, Rayla tells Callum and Ezrin that she needs to bring the egg to the roof because there's more assassins coming. And she needs to show them that what they're doing is not right because, you know, they're whole... Because it's unjust yeah. to take revenge yeah. for something that never happened. Yeah. So then scene change... And then we're at the, um, Viren comes up with the, with the snake thing, the soul thing, soul mm -hmm. thing, and, you know, goes up to Soren. So what were you guys thinking that he did during that scene? Because my thought, my initial thought, maybe this is naive of me, is that his, like, he had come to terms with that he had to be the one to sacrifice himself for Harrow. That was my guess. Yeah, I agree with that, and... I also want to talk about how Viren knew that even with all those guards there, that the like he already said that you know even after all of this that they were that they, the Moon Shadow Elves were going to beat them and you know yeah. mm -hmm. I mean he's not naive he could have yeah yeah um, I actually have mixed feelings about that because on one hand I can I can kind of see how just given the fact that you know politics aside. This is his friend who's about to die. So, I mean, some sense might have come into his mind that, hey, you know, I need to do what I need to do the right thing because this is my friend and I stood by him through a lot of things, you know. But on the other hand, I just like uh, how Harrow said, you know, out of, like, uh, you pride. think you know you think you're special you think you you think of yourself as more important than those around you you know 
I do think he was being a little like Viren. I do think Viren was being a little um, self-centered a bit, like just announcing that he felt like Harrow was a brother to him and not as his king. I honestly feel like Harrow was the one that was in the wrong. Like during that entire scene, I was just like, what the heck is going on with Harrow? Because he was such an honorable, outstanding character. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I do think it was well within his rights to say that he thought that of Harrow as a brother, like as we talked about earlier mm-hmm. with the portrait, where he literally portrayed him as his brother. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they were close friends. I think it was well within his rights. He was making a selfless offer. Well, yeah, maybe it was you, not entirely selfless, but like generally selfless. Yeah, Fair you got to side with Viren. I feel exactly, like you have to yeah. side with Viren on this. And I, I, I know he's going to be a bad guy later because I saw the picture from the next episode, but... And because I know what you think of him. <laughs> but just, I got a feel for the guy. I mean, imagine that's is the last conversation that you ever have with your best friend. Like, mm-hmm. that's just sad. Like, that is really sad. Yeah. Harrow buddy. was not doing yeah. what he should in yeah. that scene. I can understand. Yeah. Harrow wasn't acting the way he should have. So uh, after he told Viren that he was a servant of the kingdom of Catalus and not above everybody else. Um, the scene changes to Rayla and she's on she's on the roof and she is looking around because she knows that Runan is hiding and she tries to explain to him that they have to call off the mission because there's been a huge change in you know. In the situation. Yeah. Yeah, so... And honestly, that does, like we said earlier, show the difference between Rayla and the rest of the elves because they focus on duty, like their job, yeah. and she's focusing on justice. Good yeah. soldiers follow orders. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so... Yeah, uh, but one thing that um, stood out to me was that... After, um, you know, I think it was, uh, yeah, after they showed uh, Runan the egg, he said, you know, he's still insistent on getting justice for the king of dragons because even, yeah, even though the dragon prince is alive, maybe they, maybe they could spare Ezrin, but that doesn't change things for the king because, you know, just because the dragon prince is alive doesn't mean that the king of dragons is because they know for a fact that he is dead and that the humans killed him. So, so it was just for your yeah. hero. <laughs> and two brief things I want to talk about how, like how he said that we bound ourselves and there's no other way to do it. So is there, so there's no other way to un, um, to unbind someone after doing that than killing the person. So that might not be good. And also, he says justice will not be denied. And that's like a familiar phrase. It's his catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like... I feel like um, because earlier in the in the previous episode, Rayla said the exact same thing to Callum yeah. when she was talking about um, the egg of the dragon prince. So I think that's something um, not really like, <laughs> not really like his catchphrase, but just something that they tell themselves more than they tell um, others 
to convince them that they're doing this for a reason. Because I remember, um, I remember you said that uh, even though these are elven assassins, they still have high morals. So deep down, they don't. I feel like they understand that they're hurting someone one way or another by taking a life, and they have to tell themselves and they have to remind themselves that we are attacking them because they provoked us. We, they hurt us, so they need to be taught a lesson. You know, so an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. <laughs> yeah, but I still feel like a part <laughs> soul for a soul. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I still feel like they like a small part of them slightly regrets doing what they have to do and they just have to repeat that phrase justice will not be denied to remind them that they're doing this for a reason or they did have to repeat that over and over again at one point by now i'm pretty sure most of them just believe it without question yeah, yeah. then they so, fight yeah we actually see what it means when a moon shadow elf feels the power of the full moon so, Elliot, what did you think of that? I thought that was really interesting. I wondered, uh, when I saw them, like, go into their, like, I don't know. Their, like, they dark it. mode. Yeah, dark mode. <laughs> night mode. Night mode on the phone. Night mode on the phone. Yeah, when they went into their night mode, then <laughs> what I thought was really interesting is, like, they kind of looked intangible like I felt like if I were to what does that mean my vocabulary is very limited like if I were to poke them I wouldn't get oh like oh I was thinking of that but again like I assume that's not what happened because they could still like interact with other objects around them so Mm -hmm. was it just their appearance that changed um I I, I'm not sure okay I'm not sure if this is an actual thing or not but I remember reading somewhere a long time ago that that mode is actually them becoming invisible. So I think that would that make a lot is, of sense. Well, yeah, but I but think actually no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they can see each other, but no one else can see them. Yeah, that's a better theory. I mean, I guess they can really just have nothingness and the sound of sores <laughs> for that. But um, I do think that would make like the fighting scene a little bit later we're going to talk about that later but Mm -hmm. um where they come up and you actually can see that the guards are putting up a good fight but it's not the kind of like blindly swinging or swinging around that you would expect from from fighting someone you couldn't see yeah yeah like like an actual blind people fighting like i guess "Ah." not complete invisibility then but you can kind of already like translucent yeah you can see through them yeah that's a good point yeah so i guess that would make it a lot harder to fight them because you know they're they're almost transparent down. yeah and it's kind of like blending with the shadows like they how? turn into chameleons <laughs> <laughs> okay and then so we go to the thing the scene change where callum is going to harrow's place and they have the little chit chat and how i kind of wanted to point out how ezrin says how Callum should call Harrow dad, and mm-hmm. Callum's, Callum still, he doesn't think of himself almost worthy of being able to state that. Which is a bummer, because again, that'll be the last 
Mm -hmm. Maybe you can know like you never really got that chance. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Um <laughs> we already we've discussed this. Okay. Yeah. Um I did think like that whole scene where he goes up and he talks to Vera and I could see that the only thing I could think of was like this is just the little mermaid. Uh, we were just <laughs> we were discussing just about that. <laughs> that is to kiss Ezra Mortimer. <laughs> He's to marry the prince to get his voice back. Oh god. <laughs> and what was that? It was like a raccoon or pheropod. So you just like carry that around. <laughs> just carry it around. <laughs> like the thing, the that, thing he that he used... grabbed his voice. Oh. Yeah, he just carried that around daily. What like... did you think we were talking <laughs> raccoon about? Raccoon paws. Oh, paw. Okay. Yeah. What do you think he said? How did you get that? Just like. Um, I don't know. I probably bought it. Yeah, half off. So, so I, I guess that would make sense. He just bought it online. <laughs> he just bought it on a discount. Yeah, he probably stole it from Zadia, like because that's where he got most of his magical. Oh, art. like a magical, it. magical raccoon. He kidnapped it. <laughs> it had a family and everything. Do you think he makes like regular trips back and forth? Like I'm kind of running low. <laughs> On sulfate surface. <laughs> Kids, I'll be back soon. I gotta go shopping. I gotta go shopping. <laughs> oh my gosh. Only shopping trip that takes like a week. I gotta go <laughs> kill another dragon real quick. Be right back. Oh boy, that would like rip. Yeah, so Viren steals Callum's voice, and Callum never got to tell, he never got to talk to Harrow because Viren didn't let him. Which immediately erases all sympathy we had for him from the last <laughs> he was in. I love everybody here except Baron. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we go to um, Rayla meeting Ezra. Okay, I want to point this out because I just noticed this. Like, she comes in as her moon shadow thingy, mm -hmm. and then she like changes to her regular thing, her like day mode. Yeah, like okay, gotta remember this. Can she like? change back and forth because also at the end of the episode where runan is like coming back he is his day mode and i think it's just what happens when the moon is at its apex so it can't be do you know what apex means like at its highest yeah like highest point yeah so obviously you can't stay like that forever so they have limited time to do what they need to do and get out. Yeah, but I don't think that's a quinky dink. That's just not a quinky dink. Also, because I just I just don't think it's. I, just, <laughs> I, think, yeah, I think it makes more sense for them to be able to change it back and forth. Yeah, about. and because yeah. I think she did that because like thinking Edrin might be scared of her like that. He definitely would have. Been. He would have been <laughs> like, you like you, you know. That probably sounds really weird <laughs> to someone that can't. Say. Anyway, um. Yeah, he probably just would have been freaked out. So it's considerate of her to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so there's a big fight scene. Mm -hmm. And that, that was a really cool fight scary. scene. Scary. Like, you can, yeah. like, all the things go, all the um, torches get lit out. And just hear lit this. Out. Like, <laughs> wait a second. And you just, like, all this wind just comes up. It, and and it's, then it's just silent. It's terrifying. Like, those times when you're playing, like, Haunted House, whatever thing online, and then everything goes silence, and you're like, oh, man, what's going to happen? What's going to what? You know? Yeah. You can't even quite see when they first enter the room. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just suddenly there. And yeah. then Soren got shot in the flipping arm and didn't just like, oh. 
Oh, look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Big Brother Soren saves Callum. Yeah. For Soren. (laughs) Like, oh, I've been impaled. Like, yeah. So, don't just do that. As the attack begins, Viren drops the paw that was holding Callum's voice and he gets his voice back. So, now that he's able to talk, um, he. He tries calling out to Harrow because he obviously can't go into the room now because it's there's a whole battle going on there. Um, and then he screams, and, Dad, and that's so sad. That's because the one time he called him Dad. And I can only hope and pray that Veer... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it! You ruined Try it! Harder. I had a feeling that would happen. <laughs> Like, imagine if Harold could hear him and he's just, like, really like going up to can't. the door, like... I really hope <sighs> Harold heard him. Yeah, I think of these, like, Not really Aaron. sad alternate stuff. Like, yeah, it's sad. Yeah. So, that happened. He has, so, yeah, so Callum, he, he manages to get by the, by the... Uh, attack is like and she meant my way over here <laughs> yeah and he he trips over a, of course a guard and that's when he that's know. when i think that's when the i think that's when the the weight and the real the like the, like the re- reality is just coming down on him because he realizes that like this wow. isn't a game yeah. it's yeah. not like a sword fighting practice <laughs> It's not what he does with Soren. This is real life. And already they're about to lose because they've already lost guards up the stairwell. Yeah, like, no offense, but that wasn't really effective. What do you mean? Like, having the guards up guards. That wasn't very effective. Well, I think it was more of, like, um, giving everyone a heads up, but I think... To like, like they were supposed to, to like give chip people... in damage to the elves, and then like once they're already up there, they're already like a little worn down. I well, think it would have been better if they'd put Harrow in a different room and just not the, the most expected. Yeah, because he was just in his normal bedroom, like where we saw him the first time. Like at least he could have tried to like hide in a secret bunker. Yeah, why don't they have like he should know about like the Avatar bunker. had that. That's true. Like people should be smarter. Like. People should be smarter. That's what our new tagline is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, we can't relate. We're perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Ignoring the fact that I said um 50 times in the first episode. Okay. And now I'm like listening. No, 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 no. How do I do that? Um before before um in the conversation between Viren and Callum, mm-hmm. Callum says that he's gonna tell Harrow about the egg, and then Viren's like, "How do you? How do you know he doesn't already know? Like, did Harrow know all along that the egg was, you know, still alive? I don't think he did because didn't in the second episode didn't he say like he and Viren had a conversation about like no, you should just like, smash it, the egg or something? Yeah, so I think egg. I think yeah, yeah I think Viren was just messing with Callum's head which honestly which was very effective well yeah but still I mean this is his stepson don't mess with him I don't think Bran gets that part of the equation yeah I don't like Vera okay really (laughs) if you couldn't tell Yeah, yeah so Callum comes down how did he get there so fast and Raylan um 
Ezrin over there. And Ezrin asks, do you think he's going to, you know, do you think he's going to be okay? And, like, I can, like, Callum says that he has the finest guards in all of the kingdom protecting him. And you can see that Cal, not Callum, that Ezrin really wants to believe that because he's such an innocent little kid. So he he's like, yeah, yeah, you're right, you know? He's only on average nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> average? <laughs> Census. <laughs> All right, we decided that because of the difference. Yeah, he is now forever nine years old. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, so he's just, you know, as long as Callum says it's going to be okay, then it's going to be okay, you know? Which is a reality check. (laughs) Not okay. (laughs) But anyway, so he regroups and they start to run. They look back dramatically and then they keep going kind of. So, yeah. yeah. But scene change again. Yeah. So Runan in the next scene is the only survivor. The only survivor, or maybe there's some got out. I don't know. He's Keep the going. only survivor. Okay, <laughs> it's, a, it's a most likely. I'm How just did saying. they manage to do that, that? Calandra? What do you How mean? Do do what? They're moon shadow elves, and everyone was all Wait, scared. Wait, okay. This reminds me of something earlier. I can't remember which episode it was. I think it was the first episode where Runan says, "You let them live, but you've killed us all." Like literally, like they they probably would have died because of a sneak attack. They pro- those moon shadow elves probably would have still been alive if Rayla hadn't had them been spotted. And this is why I think that it's like we were saying earlier how um, they how you know when Rayla changed from her night mode into her day mode. <laughs> I think it's because the moon wasn't at its highest anymore, and because Brunon literally said it in one of the earlier episodes. He said, "We strike when the moon is highest." That oh. is when their powers kick in because that's when the moon is most powerful. Like when your today. caffeine kicks in in the morning. <laughs> it's like, yeah, boy. What would you know about you that? Drink caffeine. Well, I had some earlier today. No, you didn't. Yes, did. <laughs> um, we don't drink coffee here <laughs> or tea. I don't drink yeah. coffee. I drink energy drinks. So, oh. yeah. And like, Renan's band fell, and I can only imagine, like, all those guards were over there surrounding Harrow as he was dying, and that oh, final breath was when the band fell. Like, that's just, really sad. Like, because all the guards came after that to kill him, to kill Renan. Although, like, they were probably all surrounding the king, you know, like, wishing him yeah, farewell. That's true. Doing what they could, which was nothing. Uh, so, <laughs> Renan kind of looked, like, injured, like, he had, was forced to limp yeah. away. So I didn't really see any visible wounds on him. What was that? I, I think this is one of those parts where, you know, they can't have too too many details because it is a kid's show. Yeah. Um, so I think more. they just made him limp to show the younger kids that he is hurt, that he fought hard. And in the end, even though he paid the physical price for it, he won. Mm-hmm. And then the arrow, that arrow is awesome. It looks amazing. And the spell, he like he tied the band around the arrow, and the spell he said, "Well, like, what was that spell for?" I'm confused. It literally was just Queen Dragon. That's yeah. what it translates directly to. So was it was it sent to the Dragon Queen? Yeah. To like, okay. No, it was the spell was Dragon Queen, but it went to his mom. What? So the- that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was so bad at this. <laughs> I'm so confused. 
Okay. Just kidding. No, it was the, inc- the incantation was queen dragon, so we can assume yeah. Yeah. it went to the queen dragon. And then Cla- before Soren can kill him, Claudia's like, no, let's use him. And I'm the only thing I can think of, like, use him to tell them stuff by the only logical thing, torturing him. Which I, I'm, 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 the hunger, I'm reading the Hunger Games right now. That's all I can think of right now. <laughs> this is <true>. concerning. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it kind of def- definitely shows the difference between the siblings. Like, Claudia definitely has that more, like, sadistic side. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. like... You explain it. Oh, so that's why you use that word because you can't find any other word to use. No, we know what it means. We just don't know how to explain it. Just like verbally say it. (laughs) Hey, Google, define sadistic. Sadistic is used as an adjective to mean deriving pleasure from inflicting pain, suffering, or humiliation on others, similarly to callous and barbarous. Do you want to hear sadistic used in a sentence? No, she thank took you. a sadistic pleasure in tormenting him. That's it used in a sentence. <laughs> yeah. So then we go and Rayla's band falls off and she already knows what's going on and she chooses not to tell Isrin and Callum. Which is probably that a will probably so, and most likely backfire. Especially since a long night. Yeah. It, I yeah, I understand that. It would probably be better to tell them once they're far away from the kingdom and thus far away from danger. But maybe she wanted to tell it to, like, protect them. Like, protect them from the truth, you know? If you know what I mean. I I just really think that she felt it wasn't the time to tell them right now. Because it was just right there. If she had told them, they would have wanted to go back. Oh, like, they at least would have wanted to, like, sit down and cry for a bit. Yeah. And they didn't have that time. I mean, I don't think they would have wanted to go back because they would have seen the danger there. But yeah, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that at least Ezrin would have wanted to go back to just oh, because well, he was right, like, "This yeah. isn't true," you know, and I'm gonna prove mm, it. That's fair. You're right. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then, so did you watch the credits? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Well, in the credits, there's this one scene where. You- I almost Stop choked. choking. And you can see that Runan trained Rayla because, you know, you can see Rayla has like a little stick and Ooh, Runan's like, Runan looks like a proud father, like, well Aww, done. Yes. Child. I taught you that. <laughs> I taught you how to cause pain to others. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, everyone, watch the credits. They're important. Very, very, very important. Stop looking at me. <laughs> Yeah. So the episode ends with Brunan being depression. (laughs) With the with the moon. It ends with the moon. Yeah. It ends with Runan being dragged into the castle. He's accepted defeat, but that's okay because in the end he already won. won. Yeah, but and you can see Runan, he's he said end this like he just wanted it to just like just kill me now, you know. Yeah. Like the, the worst thing is, like, sometimes death is better than life, you know? Like, mm-hmm. in that torturing situation, you know? Yeah. So, this is what, this is what it was. Aww. Mm-hmm. That's very cute. To all those who can't see this, 
or if you haven't seen it, we've yeah, already those described can't the see it. So basically, yeah. everyone that's, watch, that's watching, listening to this podcast, for those poor souls. Yeah, Renan, by that I mean all of you. <laughs> Renan is just sitting, and he's showing Rila how to hold swords properly. But instead of swords, he's using sticks to teach her. Yeah, or maybe so not. she maybe can like just poke her eyeballs. Wait, poke her eyeballs. Poke the poke her enemy's eyeballs out. Like you mess with me, bruh. And by Rayla, I mean like young Rayla. Like she's so cute. She's a she little is baby. Flipping adorable. My goodness. And Runan just looks so proud. Like, yes. <laughs> so, well done. What am I doing? That that wraps up the third episode. Yeah. Thank you all for listening yeah. and have a great prediction. Oh, I thought we were supposed to. I was gonna say that, but th- I was gonna say that, but I thought you guys did like the beginning of the episode. And I was like, oh, wait a second. We don't do predictions at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, because that, that, that so makes sense. the next episode is called Bloodthirsty. What do you that think will happen, Elliot? Terrible. I believe that everyone will be. Viren is going to be crowned the king, and bad stuff will happen. Because that stuff always happens. Exactly. And also that they're going to be having a really long hike ahead of them. Yep. Yeah. They're walking all the way to Zadia to bring the Dragon Prince back to his mother. That reminds me of how, like, people would walk to, like, during the World War, some people would walk to Switzerland, like, oh, from yeah. where they were. We watched Sound of Music recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't actually that bad. Sound <laughs> of Music is so good. Although actually, they wouldn't have been able to walk over the mountains to their to Sweden, especially from where in they heels. were. Well, not like just because of what they were wearing, but because like it's too the far. Geography of mm-hmm. it was mean there was no mountains between them and Switzerland. Yeah, so it was kind of a bit of creative license. Why are we talking about this? this I don't is know. Not the- <laughs> All right, predictions. Bad stuff happens. The end. All right. Okay. Thank okay. you, Bye, everyone. Thank Thanks you for guys having for me again. Yes. Thank, thank you for joining us. Yes. I decided to come here because I knew this was a very important episode. And yes, I like being here. It's nice and fun. And I have literally nothing else to do. We are so. a joy to be around. Yes. <laughs> Stop yeah, the recording right there. <laughs> we are very enjoyable. So. All right. So this week we will. So next week we will be watching Bloodthirsty, and we will come back with our thoughts on that. Thank you for joining us. Stay safe and eat bread sandwiches. Bye. Bye. Bye.